Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Cinema Crew with Village Cinemas. I'm just a glorified security guard, so the hell do I know anyway? Cinemas are for escapism, so why not make movies about escaping, right? That seems to be a big part of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's career, and his latest movie looks like no exception. We'll be talking about Skyscraper. And some bands just naturally lend themselves to being on a big screen. We'll be talking about the latest live concert film from Muse. That's this week on The Cinema Crew with Village Cinemas. Hello, hello, my name is Kyron Wheatley. We're here to sift through new releases before they've been released. With a PhD in film, we are joined by Vary McIntyre. Hello. Let me get this straight. What would your wrestling name be? We've got The Rock for Dwayne Johnson. What would you have? Well, because my last name is McIntyre, I feel like I would go Mac Attack. That oh, is very Mac good. Attack. The yeah. Mac Attack. <laughs> I thought that was good. And in the blue corner, we have Michael <laughs> Campbell. What would yours be? Uh, so I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna incorporate someone else's name because they're not using it anymore. My initials are MC. I'd just be the MC Hammer. Oh, just take MC Hammer's name. That's I mean, not incorporating. It's just ripping. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> he's not using it anymore. You know yeah. what? He can wrestle me for it. Yeah. <laughs> think about that yourself, and keep listening. We've got your chance to win a Village Cinemas Gold Class Double Pass a little later on. You ever miss it? I haven't touched a gun in 10 years. After what happened that night. FBI, show me your hands! I just put my sword down, you know. Dwayne Johnson used to be known as The Rock, you know, where he would bandy about in underpants, smacking chairs over people's heads, saying things like, I'm going to check you into Smackdown Hotel, and then finish off people with his signature move, The Rock Bottom. That's his move. (laughs) It's nice. They've got good service at Smackdown Hotel. He's checking them in. (laughs) Anyway, these days he sits behind Meryl Streep at the Oscars. So somehow he's shifted into A-list star of Hollywood and his new movie Skyscraper is hitting the screen soon. What's this one about? So Skyscraper, it's it's classic rock territory. He's the the macho man of men. Uh, But he is a security expert. And he's been assigned to make sure the security in the Pearl, the new tallest building in the world, is a vertical city, as they describe it, mm. is all up to scratch. Uh, but as as he's doing that, it's taken over by terrorists. Right. And, and his family's sounds, there, right? His family's there. Yeah, yeah. They live That's in the convenient. building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 this might sound familiar because it sounds a lot like Die Hard. Yeah. It's like a, almost like a modern diehard is what yeah, it's right. going for. Yeah, but the f- whole family gets involved. Doesn't that seem like in a writer's room, you'd be like, well, diehard had his wife. What can we do? And they're like, I don't know, kids now as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Because I've watched the trailers. I uh, haven't seen it. Has anyone seen it? No, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And this is the whole thing with this movie is they've really like locked down all the secrets. It's embargoed right up until it's released. They don't want anyone to know anything. Is it a midnight so- release? Uh, no, I don't think it is. I think no, it's just, just your classic 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be weird to go to like a midnight screening of Skyscraper? <laughs> yeah, that's... Why are you so bleary-eyed this morning? Oh, I was watching Skyscraper last night. <laughs> it's a bold commitment to a new franchise, isn't it? <laughs> to be rocking up at yeah, midnight. Yeah. But the, watching the trailers, there's this one trailer, which I think is the, the most recent one, which I like, where it says, everything you need to know. It starts off, it's just some quotes, just a few lines from the film. Okay, yeah. The Rock says, my family is trapped 240 floors in the air. And someone else says, it's a waste of time. (laughs) And then someone else says, whatever it takes. And then his wife says, we got this. And it says skyscraper. And that's it. That's (laughs) That's That's the whole movie. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on? The 96th floor is on fire. You're going to be just fine. I promise you that. No, 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 no. 
Tell me, how much do you love your family? Have we talked about exposition before? The idea that you convey information through dialogue. Sometimes it's done really well, but that's a pretty on the nose. (laughs) This is the plot of the movie. (laughs) Well, they had some really good trailers that I've seen, and I am pretty scared of heights. So I actually Mm -hmm. would be scared in this movie. And I think it was one of the first trailers that really cut together a really suspenseful sort of trailer with the music and it's like, yeah, the rock is like dangling from this. Is that the one where he jumps? He's like looking like he's jumping from a crane. Yeah, (sighs) and there's all these people who are like trying to work out whether he could mathematically actually reach that and the trajectory. And I love all this speculation about the jump. And especially on, on the poster, people, yeah, people were like yeah. drawing graphs <laughs> yeah. from him on the crane. If you haven't well, seen the trailer. Well, look yeah. fairly unrealistic. Well, yeah. And if you haven't seen the trailer, he jumps from this like super crane into the building. Yeah. And okay. Have are... you seen Speed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, in the bus, like yeah, it launches off, off the... <laughs> like a plane. Yeah. It sort of feels a little like that. But what I love most about this weird trajectory thing people are debating is there was like a scene breakdown that they do in like Variety or one of those kind of channels and the director of Skyscraper is on it and he had to address it. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, look, I know people are, is it realistic? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> well, it's the same director as Dodgeball. Right? Isn't that so weird? It's these first like non-comedy because you look at his filmography, it's like Dodgeball and Where the Millers and yeah. Race to Witch Mountain, which you see the rock connection, I suppose. Yeah. Well, with this jump, it seems like he's kept some comedy in the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, The Rock himself has done a lot of different films as well. Like he's done The Tooth Fairy. He recently did Rampage and he's in The Fast and the Furious. He went through like a real phase of kids films there for a while. Do you remember well, that? straight yeah. out. I think straight out of wrestling, he was a kids film star, right? Well, he, like first he did like The Mummy and there was Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So he was geared up to be like a huge action star. And then he went and did like the Tooth, the tooth Fairy and Journey to the Center of the Earth 2. Yeah. And, the Race yeah. to Witch Mountain. He was yeah, the voice yeah. of he Maui and Moana. So many sequels. Hasn't he? Without, well, being, without being in the first one. Fast and the Furious, he wasn't yep. originally in that. Yeah. He has called himself, this is a quote that he has said, yeah. Franchise Viagra. If a franchise okay. is, is not doing so well, you put Dwayne Johnson in and it's doing all right. You yeah, look well, at, look at WWE. <laughs> Well, you know, his first acting credit actually was in that 70s show. Yeah, and a weird thing, yeah. he plays his dad. Because his dad yeah, was a famous wrestler in the 70s. Called Rocky. Called Rocky. Rocky he was an imaginative guy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the, that 70s show, he was playing his own dad, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. He was also in Star Trek. He played an alien wrestler. Really? Read about that. Yeah. <laughs> an alien wrestler. Yeah. Like, I said he's, he sits behind Meryl Streep at the Oscars. That's because he's in the middle of the second row. Yeah. Right? This is not a guy mm. who's getting up. At the Oscars. <laughs> you know, like, he's constantly choosing films. They're just not that kind of film. You know what he kind of reminds me of? And some people aren't are going to disagree vehemently with my, with my opinion. But mm. he I'm reminds ready. Me, I'm ready. He reminds me of Tom Cruise in the sense that... <laughs> the ro- Hang on. Yeah. Ooh. The Rock reminds yes. you of Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, let me explain why. In the sense that when they're... On board a movie, they're like on board a hundred percent. Yeah, you see Tom Cruise, and he's like, "I'm going to yeah. dangle from a plane. I'm going to." And The Rock is like that with all his movies. Have you ever he seen... doesn't do the stunts. No, no, <laughs> his nephew does. He loves every single movie he's doing so much. I don't know if you've seen him on the press tour for this movie. He just loves it so much. He's like, I've wanted to make this movie for 10 years and I've put my heart and soul into <laughs> this. Know. But like, do you ever get the sense that he's doing like a paycheck movie? He oh. always seems so no. into it. 
It's oh. like a puppy dog. He's really excited to do He anything, is a bit like a puppy dog. Just, yeah, lets him do it. Yeah, well, I guess maybe as a wrestler, he's like, oh my oh, God, yeah. I'm in the movie! <laughs> yeah. Sawyer, you are the very first family we've had in the residential section of the Pearl. After your security assessment, what do you think of the building? The Pearl is the most advanced, super tall structure in the world. It's a breathtaking achievement. But... No one really knows what would happen if things go wrong. Yeah, he's got heaps of films coming up. You mentioned Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Dwayne is also going to be in the DC Universe as Black Adam soon. Oh, that's so hard to tell, though. DC... Another sequel, Suicide Squad 2. But DC yes. announced a movie every other week. They've yeah. announced like yeah, eight announced. Joker movies at this point. <laughs> well, look, he Isn't has... Shazam too. Yeah, well, so that's Black Adam is Shazam. It's okay, a right, DC supervillain. Yeah. And he has been wanting to play it, and I think producers or whatever studios have been wanting him to do it since yeah. a long time ago, before he was really known. And they've kept pushing it back and moving it around. And now that Dwayne Johnson is like really famous, I think they're holding off until they could get his own movie. So I think it's slated to release as his own movie called Shazam as the Black Adam character. And Black Adam in Suicide Squad. See, too. Now, this is interesting because DC, as opposed to Marvel, it seems like we're talking about Marvel and DC every week, <laughs> right? Yeah. But that's their fault, not ours. <laughs> but DC, you know, no, known traditionally as being a little bit darker. Yeah. But mm. in The Rock, has chosen the one film that's like the lighter version of DC, which is Shazam, which is a kids angled superhero, right? At this point, though, I think DC have got ideas on a wall that they're throwing darts at to see what sticks. <laughs> because but I'm saying, I'm saying specifically for The Rock, like he's not he's not in The Dark Knight. No, yeah. He's, he's in like the kids version, like yeah. the kids superhero one. Yeah, so maybe it's going to make the DC universe a bit more interesting. It's just good that Dwayne can get himself a franchise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he needs the break. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get in the building? Jumped off a supercrate. What? Just the man I was looking for. This building is protecting something that I want. You're going to get it for me. Anything can be done with the proper motivation. No! All right, so we haven't seen it, but who should see this film? I think there's an audience out there that are already screaming to see this film. The Rock has so many fans. At midnight. Yeah, at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so if you love you know, The Rock's filmography, I mean, it's it's not going to be super different, I imagine, but it's probably not going to disappoint either. One of my favourite films of a couple of years ago was Baywatch. Oh, yeah. I loved him in that. One of, one of your favourite films. Baywatch. Yeah, it was just so fun. Yeah, okay. To laugh with. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It looks like one of these films and it's just a bit of fun. Who doesn't like watching The Rock? And yeah, I guess if you like Die Hard or those sorts of movies, hopefully it's like that and you're going to like this one. The best gig I've ever been to, right, was in London at Earl's Court, a massive venue. My brother took me. I was 14. The tube there was absolutely packed. I didn't know what we were seeing until we arrived, and he scalps tickets out front <laughs> and handed me a T-shirt for my favourite band, which was Muse. Have you ever seen them live? Oh, yes, I actually have. I took my partner last year for his birthday because they're his favourite band, and I wasn't too into them before I met my partner, but he really got me into them, and I really like their style. So obviously people that are familiar with Muse know that they're like super secretive as well with all their projects. And this whole concept... Very Beyonce about it. Yeah, very Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beyonce and Muse. (laughs) 
but this this whole thing has been like a huge secret to the point where everything is like embargoed about it as well. Like you, they won't show it early. They won't tell you what's going to happen. And what's kind of cool about this specifically for this country is this tour apparently never came here. Yeah, right. People have never seen this tour before. It's like the drones. Because come here. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's interesting to yeah. have not seen one yeah. of their tours. I think that's them over there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this tour apparently, this Drones World tour that they're on, they did 130 dates and not one of them was in Australia, apparently. <laughs> it's very far away. But it's cool because if you're like a huge Muse fan, this is a concert you've never seen before. Mm. Yeah, so this concert film is one day only or one night in Australia. Yeah. So worldwide it releases on July 12th. Yeah. And it's going to be 7 p.m. in Australia and they've got just very limited release. So there's you'll have to check out which cinemas are actually showing it. They send out like this like embargo little press kit to say, like, don't don't tell anyone, but these are the times and the dates and whatever. But they have actually said as well the reason it's embargoed is because for huge Muse fans there's a couple of surprises in there. They don't so, want to give them away. Yeah, I mean, what they, it's so hard with Muse, isn't it? Like, they're so secretive and it makes you want to talk about them, but then what can you talk about about <laughs> them because they're so secretive? Yeah. Well, so the front man of Muse has said that this... Matt this, Bellamy. Matt Bellamy. <laughs> Something of a fan, whatever, it doesn't matter. Friend, um, friend of yours. What did Maddie say? Has said that this concert film is going to be a more complete version of a concert that they would want audiences to see because it uses a lot of augmented reality as it's titled Drones World Tour, it's got drones that have flown over the audience. So it's a collection of several of their concerts that was filmed in 2016 all put together into this film. So the audience who are seeing this film are going to be seeing different things that you would see live. So Bellamy has said that this film is going to be a more complete version of a concert. So audiences watching this are actually going to see a better version than seeing them live. It's interesting that you can kind of Frankenstein the perfect concert out of all these concerts yeah. that you've done, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of a scary thought. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's surely that's any film. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about just, any uh, film. Frankenstein to play together uh, <laughs> with all these bits. Sorry, it's like, it's, wow, it's like a reality. It must, be on, the, it must be on the mind. We <laughs> watched Mary Shelley last week. It's called editing. Yeah. <laughs> When I saw them in, at Earl's Court in London, yeah, he was starting to play around with this sort of thing back then. So this is 2003 or something like this. Yeah, It started with him back... He, he had a, a shoulder cam backstage yeah. mm. and like a little teddy bear like that he was holding in front of it. And so on mm. the screen before the show started, there's just this cam- a teddy bear like it's going backstage and you don't really know what and it is. And this is a rock concert. Yeah. <laughs> just on, so on these giant, giant screens and you're mm. just sort of following this thing before the show started. You can't really see. And then he walks out on stage to reveal that he's holding the camera. Right. And with the and it, and the place just erupted and then he just drops the camera and the lights go bang. Oh. And it was and so even then he's playing around with like the showmanship. The reality of it. Who's holding this? Yeah. What are you watching? All these sorts of things. That's what I really enjoyed about the concert that I saw. It was the screens on the side, which usually just show the people at the back who may not be able to see the yeah. stage, <laughs> yeah. what they're doing on the stage. And there's just a few cameramen. But what they do in their performances is that, yes, they're, they're shown on the screens, but that is augmented as well. So it manipulates the images. So you're not just watching like them on stage. Like a Snapchat filter? Yeah, a really cool one. <laughs> Lasers. Yeah. Puppy dog ears and a big tongue that comes out. Yeah, it's really cool. Muse is purpose built, I would say, for like a concert film. The way he uses the stage, he's running around, 
the fireworks, the way they do a show is just so big. It's yeah. so big. They yeah. they cuz they they play stadiums, right? So they're always playing for row Z in <laughs> section 25. <laughs> so they just they've they've learned how to play a massive show and like running around a stage, the power stances he has, <laughs> the energy that comes off him. Is, yeah. it, it would be perfect on a big screen. I think it's more interesting the way they do it for audiences than like you know, we're talking about the, the showmanship and I think a lot of pop artists do this and like, you know, Lady Gaga and mm. and all those artists will have huge installations and that's more associated with pop, I guess. And then when you go see rock concerts, it's usually just the guys on stage yeah. and they're playing their instruments. Exactly, yeah. And Muse has taken that a bit further but not so kitchen over the top as a pop artist would with like, I don't know, blow up balloons on stage or something, mm. but it's a more intelligent, nuanced sort of, they've got something to say. They use these images of dystopian worlds. This tour, they're making commentary about technology and, and drone footage and, and stuff like I'd, that. So I'd like to see more of these. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't like going to gigs <laughs> <laughs> anymore. I used to. I used to be like a festival grommet. Right. It was fantastic. Now I you love, want, you want like love an air-conditioned room. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I love a shower. <laughs> so I would love like more of these, please. Yeah, like, people you know, like, jostling you, your drinks yeah, spilling. Yeah, exactly. And... Talking Heads Stop Making Sense, one of the first original <laughs> live music concerts from the 80s is incredible, like set such an amazing standard of like what you can do with a live-in-concert film. Why has it not become a mainstream thing that all these bands are doing? Like, you know, everyone talks about these massive shows like uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z at yeah. the moment touring in the UK and around Europe and I'm sh- wherever they're going to take that. Why is that not, like, filmed for a live in-concert experience? Honestly, it would come down mm. to if you're the artist... And this tour is I over. I don't care about them. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> like, like this drones tour is over, right? So they can't make any more money off it. Oh, but P- it? how much are people paying to go see Beyonce and Jay Z live? They'd make so much more money from those people than yeah. And money's than... a real issue for them at the moment. Like <laughs> tax time is on us. So, you know, if they don't make well, yeah, that's another thing about that. Matt Bellamy said that he was interested in in giving this opportunity for people who wouldn't be able to see the concerts mm, to see yeah. a film because these days everybody's downloading and streaming things off the internet. And if you can't see a live concert, people will just like steal your music off the internet. So he's giving people an opportunity to feel like they're involved in a concert totally. in a more legitimate way. Money be damned for him. <laughs> I, think he doesn't want to see, I think he's fine. He too. doesn't want to see a cent of this. <laughs> he's okay. Muse fans should see this, but who else do you reckon this is going to be for? Anyone who wants to go to a music concert but wants a comfy seat. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so me. And I think if, if you're anything like me and you just love gadgets, like I have like the Apple Watch and I have like the oh, yeah. Google thing. Like I just love anything that's like futuristic. How's that going for you, by the way? Yeah. Like that's what I want to see. I want to see like all the drones. I want to see all the lasers. I want to see all like yeah, the lasers. augmented reality. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't like a laser. <laughs> Who? Not cats. Not cats. It's true. <laughs> Don't take your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Also in cinemas this week, uh, it's school holidays, so Show Dogs is out. Still out. Yeah. Bit of uh, Rottweiler fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, you've got Mary Shelley. Yeah, a great film. If you get the chance to go down to Rivoli and see it, make sure you check it out. Love the costume drama. And the big one, the big summer release for America, is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, being so popular. I love that it's described as a big film. It's so ironic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we reviewed all those. Last week's episode is just below in the show notes. You can click through and listen to that. So you were speaking about Tom Cruise earlier. You got some news this week. Yeah, so it was just announced that obviously Top Gun 2 is happening. 
Um, for those of you that didn't catch it, uh, it got announced like a, maybe like a month ago. Oh, I missed well, that. Have they been sitting on this for ages? People just keep asking him and asking him and asking him to the point I reckon he's like, fine, we'll do it. All right. Is that what you want? So if you haven't seen Top Gun, yep. actually, no. You have had your chance to see Top Gun. Okay. He's dead. Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise? No, no. <laughs> Tom Cruise very much alive. I'm not Richard Wilkins here. I'm not, I don't want to kill off a cinema star. His mate. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Goose. 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 So, well, the news. <laughs> <laughs> the the news is that this week, um, Miles Teller has been cast as Goose's son oh, in God. Top Gun Two. Oh. I mean, your reaction says it all. It's such a mixed yeah. bag of things to feel. Yeah, isn't I'm it? very conflicted because I like Miles Teller as an actor, but I don't like Top Gun. Miles Teller is a hard guy to read because he's a very, very good actor. But I do get the What's sense he been in? he's in uh, Whiplash and uh, maybe to his shame, the new Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> the, he seems like the kind of guy that might be a real jerk as well. Like I just get that oh, vibe yeah? from him. <laughs> My theory is that he could be the next like Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. where he just kind of implodes in on himself. But remember when he was cast as the son of Indiana Jones in a huge franchise? I'm hoping it just doesn't lean that way. Mm. Do we need a Top Gun sequel? No. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you usually get calls from Hollywood? Yes. <laughs> Just checking. We're wondering if you want another Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, go for it. All right. <laughs> Run for Jumanji. Now, each week we give away a Village Cinema's Gold Class Double Pass. And it's in response to a question. And last week we asked... Uh, if you could shrink down to the size of an ant, uh, what would be the best advantage of that? Yep, and Vari said, escape credit card debt. Didn't you say you would you would bathe in a single drop of... Yeah, you'd have yeah, like Because things really are smaller, so you don't, you've got lower bills, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. <laughs> what, what, what is the... <laughs> As, as the go-to, yeah, as the I'm, first thought. I'm an adult, I think, practically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got an email here from Samantha, and she's this week's winner. And she says that if she could shrink down to the size of an ant. So she has two girls that are four and six. And she says, as any parent would know, that you just need even just two minutes alone where you're not hiding in the toilet or the shower or anything like that. Yeah. So she could just shrink down to the size of an ant and have a few minutes' peace. Oh, and yeah. the reason I picked that is she sounds like, of anyone that entered, the person that needs maybe <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a night out yeah. the most. So, yeah. Samantha, you're the winner. And I'll email, I'll email you the passes so you can, uh, you can, have, a, you can have like two hours to yourself. Yeah. Wow. I was thinking that was going to go the other way, like shrink down the kids, put them in a jar. Like. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Samantha. <laughs> yeah. Consider that. To win, answer the question, what would your wrestling name be? The competition is The Rock for Dwayne Johnson. And what was yours? Mac Attack? Mac Attack. That's very good. Uh, email us at win at thecinemacrew.com.au with your details and uh, you'll be in the running. Next week, the whole crew is back. My mum's going to love this. Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Speaking of concert movies, the Royal Ballet have one coming up. They've filmed Swan Lake. Yeah, for fans of uh, Skyscraper, look out. (laughs) And Denzel Washington has the sequel to The Equalizer coming out. The Sequelizer. (laughs) Yes. They they should have called it The Sequelizer. (laughs) Because of all the titles they came up with, it was The Equalizer 2. Missed opportunity. (laughs) It's a big action film starring Denzel Washington. I think we have an idea of what it might be about. Yeah. But that's it for this week on The Cinema Crew. Vari Cambo, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm Karen Wheatley. We'll see you next week on The Cinema Crew with Village Cinemas.